You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I don't know if this is deja vu or what it is, but it seriously weirded me out okay, so yeah, much. Okay, you were kind of freaking out a I little. don't know why. I, like, I normally don't get freaked out by that kind of thing, but I just I can't tell what it is. Like, I don't know if this is... De- what you would call deja vu or what you would call this. But it's something strange. Okay, I, don't, I, need to, I don't like listening to these kinds of things. I need to hear the descriptor because I want to know exactly what's I mean, going on. Because I saw a little bit of it yesterday and you I were know. just being really weird. I know. And maybe I'm overreacting just a little bit, possibly. But I highly doubt it. I never overreact. So that's probably not what it is. No, Hello, absolutely everyone. not. Totally this is level-headed. Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dylan, thank you so much for tuning in today wherever and however you listen, it is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have, of course, a lot of things to get to today. And I'm going to explain what I was talking about there at the beginning. I do want to say uh, a big thank you to uh, some of our fine sponsors that are Next Adventure. Next Adventure, nextadventure.net. Um, you can go there, check out everything they've got, uh, outdoor, out, all, all of your outdoor needs. Outdoor needs, indoor needs, sports needs, fashion yeah. needs. They've got a little bit of everything. Pretty much everything. They've I, got a lot of everything, actually. They do. So Next Adventure, located right here on the corner of Stark and Grand, and uh, nextadventure.net, as Sarah says, their world location, where you can go and, mm-hmm. and check out everything they've got right all there. Available all over the world. All of your online. water filter needs, as Nipple says. Mm-hmm. I do have a water filter from there. It's uh, Actually, I was just thinking about my water filter the other day. As, what, because of I, the impending like doom of yeah. living well because I'm always ready and prepared well yeah I was just reading another thing about how uh, there was Seattle talking about the, the big earthquake when it happens if you live in the northwest you're always like a, a constant underlying tone for a lot of things is when the big one happens oh yeah there's always think, there's at least a mention of the big one yeah. once a week the big hear. one is an earthquake that's that at some point is going to strike the northwest and it's probably going to destroy everything like they're anticipating a 9 or a 10 on the Richter scale, yeah, it could which happen is, like any second, any moment, or any it could day. happen. Uh, it could happen, you know, 150 years from now mm. or longer. Because I think, or it, tomorrow, it happens. I think every three to four hundred years, and it's been about three to four hundred years, and it's overdue. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, so anyway, because of that, you know, I'm always prepared at my house because I am. I think I could, I would survive very well because I have my water filter and I can filter it out. But I need to clean. You could it. turn your urine into water. I don't know if I would necessarily do that. Oh, desperate times call for desperate measures. I mean, I bet sure. You would do it. And I trust my water filter that I got from Next Adventure that I could drink my own urine and be perfectly sanitary about it. But that's how much faith you have in Next. That's Adventure. how much faith I have. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. However, I don't feel the need to test it out. I'm just saying I'm going to be doing fine at my house, and everybody's going to want to come over to my house uh, because they know I'm totally prepared. Nobody ever wants to. And you know, I'll have my basement hideaway. You know, I'll be able to survive. I'll be able to go forage at night. I'll probably be a night. Forager, I wouldn't come out during the day. I could see you eating raccoons. Um, no, I would keep a raccoon for a pet, and I'd have to teach it to like fetch me things. Okay, that's probably what it would. I would become friends with like like animals that you know normally you wouldn't uh, oh, associate with. Can we with. stop talking about something that you'd never be able to do? You'd just freak out, and you'd probably just be you know crushed to death by your hundred-year-old house. I would not at all. No, I would survive. Like mm. I play a lot of apocalyptic oh, no, I'm, video games. I'm gone. <laughs> If I'm in my apartment when the big one hits, oh yeah, oh done. I am so squished. Yeah, yeah. Now my building is like a, over a hundred years old. I'm sure it's like it doesn't seem like it's very well pieced together. Uh huh. No, it does not. I would, I've seen I'm your building. Definitely going to be flattened. 
Yeah, mm. yeah, I would say that's unless I can much, try and like jump out the I'd window in time, but then it would probably no, it would end up crawl like crumbling anyway because the apartment building's so big. No, like, I think you got a ninety-five percent chance. So yeah, that that's about it. Yeah. But if you were out, see, this is why you would come clamoring to my house. So you're making fun of me right now, but I would have my basement hideaway. You know, I've got my windows that I get in and out, and I would board it up to make it look like there's nobody there, but I wouldn't. You wouldn't be able to get in, so I could keep the other foragers out. Mm-hmm. And so I'd be down there in my little hideaway. And then at night, I would never go out during the day. I'd never go out during the day because it's too, it's too sketch. So I would go out at night, and I'd be one of those night people. And this is after you know playing a lot of my apocalyptic video games. That this is how I know what I would be doing. So that's how I would. Survive. Because your video games have prepared you for the big yeah. one. Yeah. Uh huh. I would befriend weird okay. animals. I would make a lot of like stick spear things. So I'd have those. Do you see a lot of possums in your neighborhood? Uh, you're not. Supposed Post to really see them a lot. I saw a dead possum yesterday in my neighborhood. It was well, it was squished in the middle of the street, but I hadn't, I haven't seen one in a long time. Yeah, I mean, well, you're not supposed to see them. Like they, they hide. You're not supposed. Okay. Yeah. Well, then Generally, this, one, this one kind of failed. No, if you see them, then there's a problem. That's like raccoons. You're not supposed to see raccoons during the day. Mm-hmm. It's very usually if you see a raccoon during the day, something's wrong with it. We used to have one that lived under a house when I first moved to Portland. We named them. There was uh, Stripes and then uh, Ghostface. So that, those were the two raccoons that lived underneath our house. And one, Ghostface, would always come out during the day, and it was really weird. Like, Nate almost pet it one time because he thought it was his cat. Oh. Yeah. So Ghostface would hang out on our steps during the day, and it was kind of scared us all. But he was he never, like, Does it you mean, know, like, they have, like, rabies or they're sick or something? Usually it means the there's something wrong with them. Okay. Yeah. But we didn't know what was going on. He didn't look like he was messed up. He'd just sit there on our steps, and then he'd just stare at you. Yeah, that sounds completely like a sane animal. Yeah. Ghostface was a little bit no. nuts. Stripe, uh, I think it was Stripe is what we call him. Yeah, Stripe, not Stripes. Stripe hid underneath the... Uh, is this like what it sounds like when you're finally actually having your mental breakdown? I really, I go, I work on a lot of tangents in my head. So it's like whenever I'm talking about one thing, then I'm like, oh, that like, reminds me I know me of what you had started off talking about, and then yeah. you got distracted by the water filter, then it was the big one. Now it's rabid raccoons, and you shouldn't see them. You shouldn't see raccoons during the day. That's a little lesson for everybody. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. this is what happens in my head. Well, why don't we go back to the very beginning? Well, let's talk about it. I think maybe I'm trying to avoid it. So here's what happened. Yesterday, this is, I don't know if this is strange or if I'm just a moron for this. So, um, yesterday, and I posted something on Twitter about it. I was driving down to Digital Trends because I do, I, I work down there, you know, in the mornings. I go film the videos. And when I was driving down, um, I was listening to the, I was just flipping around on radio stations because I'm one of those people that I, we still listen to the radio sometimes just because I want to hear what other DJs are doing. I don't know why we haven't been in commercial radio in eight years. Eight uh, years. Eight yeah. years, yeah, pretty much. Eight years and a day. And most of the people we know now, I mean, there are still a couple here and there, but I mean, for the most part, I think everyone's either been let go or yeah. kind of has moved on to different career paths. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So I, I'll still kind of flip around sometimes. And uh, I was listening, and some station, this only mattered to me later on, but I heard uh, the Beatles. They were playing the Beatles, and they were playing Revolution. Yes, exactly, with that guitar riff. So, it's like, oh, okay, I haven't heard that song in a long time. That's kind of weird. I mean, and it's weird to hear the Beatles even on the radio at all anymore. So, I listened to it for a little bit. I'm like, okay, great. Went in, did my filming, left to come over here. As I'm driving here, I had uh, the Dan Patrick show on, because I do listen to that. And What's that? Is that sports? Sports, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but the, sports, but they also have, like, actors and stuff on. It's sports light. 
It's it's a fun show. It's a it's a well produced show. So I'll I'll listen to that. And I'm listening to the Dan Patrick show. And then in the middle of it, he starts talking about somehow they got onto like what if you could be in a band, what band would you want to be in? And they were talking about would you rather be in Led Zeppelin or would you rather be in the Beatles? And Dan Patrick was like, no, I want to be in the Beatles. And then they played Revolution. This was the one Beatles song they played on there. He's like, no, listen to that guitar riff. Like I would want to be in this band. Oh, at the beginning guitar riff? Yeah, that beginning guitar riff, which is an amazing guitar riff. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a fucking badass guitar riff. So I'm like, okay, that's weird. That's twice, you know, within an hour that I've just heard the Beatles' Revolution. <laughs> then I come down here to the studio, and I'm sitting here, and I'm, I'm working on whatever, getting ready to do the show. There's a radio station on in the, in the green room, and goddamn Beatles' Revolution plays again. It's three, three, <laughs> <laughs> three times in the course of about two hours. I hear the Beatles Revolution. Okay. And I haven't heard it in a long... I mean, I couldn't... I could not tell you when the last time is that I heard the damn song. So I posted something on Twitter about it. And I just said, I've now randomly heard Revolution by the Beatles three different places this morning. What is the world telling me? And, uh, you know, a bunch of people were writing back saying different things. Robots are on the rise. They say you want a revolution. Robots. Yeah. Um, Somebody said that your stash is good stuff to be hearing things over and over again. I don't know if that's a reference to, like... That I was, they think I'm on drugs or what that really means. Hmm. I'm not sure. Well, I don't, yeah, that's interesting. So I know this final one too, because it was really weird. And this is when Greg's head exploded. It is. Let's flash, flash forward to last night. So yesterday, and we didn't talk about this yesterday on the show because we didn't know that uh, this was going to happen. But one of our, one of Sarah and I's mutual friends happened to have a suite at the Moda Center, which is a big stadium here in town. And Depeche Mode was playing. Last night they were playing it, and she had extra tickets, like free extra she had tickets. Free. She just posted on Facebook, sweet saying, tickets for Depeche Mode. Like first come, first serve. Um, I've and got I want to thank Greg so much. I was actually out on one of my you know old lady power walks, and I wasn't looking at my phone. Why your knee hurts? I know that is that is. I did too much walking yesterday. That's that's the problem. And. Uh, I was out for my old lady power walk, and I did get a phone call from Greg and Greg's because I was telling him yesterday before the show. I kid, like I was telling Greg, I'm like, oh man, because I was seeing all these people post. I'm like, Depeche Mode is tonight. Like I'm not, you know, a super duper fan of Depeche Mode, but I'm right. I love their music, and I've never seen them play. And I guess they haven't been in Portland in like 16 years, something like or that. something like yeah. that, and. And I was like, oh, I'd really like to go see Depeche Mode. I'm bummed I didn't end up getting tickets. And so when I was walking, I got a call from Greg, and he's like, hey, just so you know, uh, our friend Lisa, he's like, yeah. just posted that she has uh, free tickets to Depeche Mode. I'm like, yeah, like first come, first serve. Me? You had to comment on her Facebook page. Yeah, so I commented on her page, but there had already been a bunch of people who wrote before. I'm like, there's no way that I'm going to get them. And she's like, cool, yeah, do you want one or two? I'm like, yeah. Uh, uh, two? Okay. So I need to get home. I was like, you know, 30 blocks away from my house. So. <clears throat> Ran back, called Greg. I'm like, I got the tickets in. You're coming with me. Uh-huh. So uh, we ended up taking the bus down, went to see Depeche Mode, and uh, got there. So so we get there. We get into the suite. Like There was some opening band. I didn't see, really see the opening band. Um, and we're, we get into the, the suite, which if you've never been in a suite, we used to, when we worked for the Blazers, because Sarah and I, if you don't know this, Sarah and I used to work for the Trailblazers, and we did a show for them called Sportlandia. Did that for like two and a half, three and a half years. Mm-hmm. That's something. I always forget how long. I don't, a long I don't time. know. A while, yeah. Oh, yeah, a long time. Several years. A few years. Um, and so we did that, and we would, we got kind of spoiled because we get to go in like the suites a lot and, and stuff like that. We get tickets, but they're really cool. So we were in there. And, it is nice because uh, you have like your own bathroom. You have your own bathroom. And like you got, there's like, like places to stand. You your can own mill server about. will show up mm-hmm. and, and take drink orders or whatever, which drinks are 
God, it was twelve dollars for a beer. So that's that's an old person complaint. So anyway, no, um, that is not an old person complaint. That was fucking ridiculous. Twelve dollars for a goddamn twelve dollars for a beer for a sixteen ounce beer. Yeah, I mean that's that's a lot of money for a beer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, anyway, we get there and uh, and we're sitting down. You know, the lights kind of go down and it's clear you know they're getting ready to go on stage and what in the world do they start fucking playing but goddamn the Beatles revolution I'm like over the entire thing right before they go on stage this is the song they play before they go on you know over the giant loudspeaker system in the in the, the Rose Garden or Modus, or whatever Rose Garden That's Rose Garden yeah. it's the Rose Garden mm-hmm. yeah um and at that point, I'm like, I swear to you. At this point, this is when Greg starts to have a slight mental breakdown. You know, and I told you, I was he like. He starts to freak out. Like, I've never actually, when I've experienced things like this where, <clears throat> where there seem to be like a, a bunch of coincidences that are similar that happen all in a row. Like, you definitely, I always look for the signs. Because I think that See, if something. what is the sign then? I don't know. I don't pay I don't attention know. to this kind of stuff very much. Like, this isn't something that I normally. I don't know. The world could be sending me signs all the time. And I mean, I it could be, but then I'm you're just dense seeing when it comes them. You're super dense. Yeah, like you're I, like a, a rock. I choose to live in ignorance of that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Like, I really do. But sometimes you can't ignore that stuff. That reminds me of, like, my favorite book by um, this guy named Douglas Copeland. It's called Girlfriend and a Coma. I'm sure I've talked uh, about it before. mentioned it a million times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But one of the things, it's uh, the day before, basically, the apocalypse happens. And, uh, like, all these weird coincidences start happening all at the same time. And it's kind of like... All this stuff is kind of a guiding force toward this thing that's going to happen. And that's what I always kind of think about when things like that randomly just kind of align. Yeah. Which is weird. Well, I feel like a crazy person because I've yeah, you, noticed it. Yeah, you seemed like a crazy person, too. I've never seen you like that freaked out. I don't, I, like I said, I, I live in ignorance of the, if there are signs You're like Richard Dreyfus with like his mashed potato mountain, like, this means something. Uh, what's that from? From, um, the the do 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 the whatever. I'm sorry. Say it again. Do 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 do. Why am I blanking on the name of that? You know the mashed potato mountain with the aliens, and he makes the mountain with the mashed potatoes. I just want to see you work it out. I want to hear you work it out. What's I know that? what I know what you're talking about. Why am I blanking? I don't know. To continue with it. Uh huh. What else can you say about it? Close Encounters of the Third Kind. There you go. Yeah. You did it. I did it. All right. I haven't seen that movie it's in a long time, that but I really like it. the Mashed Potato Mountain is the one thing you took away from that. But mashed anyway. Potato Mountain. Okay, so. Well, I really like mashed potatoes. I think that's why. I know you do. Mm-hmm. Um, not as much as mac and cheese. So anyway, I, it was, it's strange. I don't know why it just latched onto me. Like I said, the world could be trying to tell me signs all the time, and I don't pay any attention to them. Um, now people are saying that I'm a Cylon. Um, I don't know. <gasps> It, it, except for it's not all along it's, the watchtower. Yeah, it's not all the, along the watchtower. Oh, it's just, shit. If you've watched Battlestar Galactica. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, should I be weirded out by this? This is just a strange coincidence. I don't know. I mean, so just does it feel like some sort right? of like deja vu thing? Like, that's what I don't know if that's deja vu. Because right, deja I'm vu would be like, I, I would have to feel like I was there before. So maybe it's not deja vu. I don't, but I don't know what it is. Like, and I don't like to find meaning in stupid things. I believe in like chains. All right, so I don't think it is deja vu because I'm looking at this. It says uh, deja vu uh, refers to those odd and rare moments when the present feels like the past. So it feels like you're remembering something or experiencing something that you've already done or or something that has happened, which I guess is the same if you like have a recurring song 
four times in one day. Yeah, four times in one day. I mean, have you analyzed all of the lyrics? And not like a common it? song. No, I couldn't even tell you all the lyrics uh, to Revolution. I mean, I'm I'm not like a huge, super huge Beatles fan. I mean, I'm, I have nothing against the Beatles. I think they're a great band, but I'm not like a you know, I'm not a Beatles guy. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, that's always the thing. Like Beatles are Rolling Stones. Yeah, I'd be Rolling Stones. I'm Beatles. Yeah, I, I would be Rolling Stones. Mm-hmm. They're the bad boys. So anyway, so. I just don't know what to, what this exactly, what it means. Yeah, it does it there? Maybe I'm. It's ridiculous to even look for meaning in it. I feel mm. weird. I feel. Yeah, you kind of started weird. to spaz out a it little. It weirds yesterday. me out. It does weird me out. All right, I'm looking up the lyrics. You say you want a revolution. Well, you know we all want to change the world. You say you tell me that it's evolution. Well, you know we all want to change the world. But when you talk about destruction, don't you know you can count me out? You say you got a real solution. I mean, it just kind of seems pretty, yeah, pretty basic. You'll say you, you say you'll change the constitution. Well, you know we all want to change your head. You tell me it's the institution. Well, you know you better free your mind instead. Yeah, hmm. I mean you could you know find all kinds of things to relate to, you know what's going it's on in the world right off now. Of, but uh, hey Jude, yeah, hey Jude, I love um, that song. Yeah, that's a great song. Mm-hmm. So, but I yeah I don't know I I just don't know I don't know what what to even call this maybe it's just a random coincidence that's all it is just a coincidence I just find it very strange for some reason it weirds me out and yes right, if so I am some somebody is saying uh, yeah something somebody reset something in the matrix so maybe that's actually that's the second person that said that all uh, right so this is something that <laughs> are you having deja vu about the first person yeah yeah well no I'm looking because. Uh, uh, yeah so, so, so how do you respond to deja vu so I guess it does there are people like. So there are two different types of people is what it's saying uh, who respond to these types of things situations. that situations like there are people like me who when the, when it happens, when I keep seeing these things, they're all kind of aligning. I personally feel like that means that I'm doing something that's heading my life in the right direction. Okay. I know that sounds like a weird guide. I do. Okay. As somebody who doesn't pay attention to this kind of stuff, explain it to me. Okay. As I, I look at it as a guide, like for example, if I, um, like, if things just seem to be falling into place, like, for some reason, or if, like, I don't know, like, I happen to, like, catch, you know, catch the bus when I'm running late, but it ended up running late, and then, like, then that gets me right to this particular place where I end up getting in line and getting, like, a free coffee, and then go, so, like, anyway, if, like, something falls into place and then continues to kind of uh, have forward positive momentum, uh-huh. I feel like that's... A, like, that is kind of a sign from the universe. I know I'm a fucking hippie, but what? I do. I feel like it, it feels like you're going in the right direction. Like, when you make a decision or when you do something that's, you know, like, maybe is helpful to somebody else or something, and then, like, something good happens. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of... You fo- you're following some guidance, some invisible guidance. Okay. So what does revolution mean? So, then? I don't know. So this is, like, I'm kind of looking at this. So people. So there are people like me who think of it as a positive thing. Okay. And then there are people like you who I'm looking at. Some people just get terrified when this happens. <laughs> and other people find it mildly euphoric. And that's kind of, I think I find it euphoric, whereas you are scared. Oh, in medieval times, I'd be the doom and gloom guy. I'd be like, no, this means the apocalypse is upon us. The earthquake shall strike us from the earth. The gods are angry. Yeah, I'd probably All right, be that so guy. it's saying the hippie people like I, me I think about be. these kind of like symbols and things that you might reference as deja vu. Uh, you think of the experience in spiritual terms. However, those who are scared of it think it more uh, think about it more in psychological terms. Okay. Is that how you feel? Like what do you, do you feel mean like by you're mentally unstable? Terms. Like, I mean, do you feel like it's I don't something... think I'm. No, I mean, I'm, it's not like I think I'm the only person that hears this. It's not like I'm hearing voices in my head or something. No, I'm. I don't think it's psychological like that. Um, 
I mean, you did hear them play Revolution, right? That wasn't just me? What? Yeah, okay. No. Uh, let's see. Uh, Edward says, it looks like Revolution is commonly played on this tour. Maybe, ra- maybe, maybe radio people knew that so it was on their minds, according to Edward. Ooh. I mean, yeah, but that wouldn't explain the Dan Patrick show because that's a national show. They would have no idea Depeche Mode is playing in Portland. I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't quite get it. That is weird, though, to hear a random song that's not like some popular hit. I mean, I'm, it's popular, I suppose. Yeah, but, Beatles, how, but when's the last time you heard it on the radio? That you I really sing? don't even. I yeah. couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. Four times in one day. Four times in one day, hmm. including the concert. If that anyone has any thoughts on this, to. I would really be curious. It is. It's strange, right? But I kind of feel like we got last minute free to. I see. For me, it seems like all right. You went downtown. You heard the song. You're coming back. You heard the song. You're kind of like doing all these like positive things. You end up getting rewarded toward the end of the day yeah. by getting free tickets to a really cool concert, and right. then you hear the song. Like I kind of think that means like that was that you were supposed to be there last night. Yeah. That's I don't know way. why you were supposed to be at a Depeche Mode concert. Yeah, I don't know either. Like nothing. I, don't, I mean, I really don't think that. Like strike some it's giant like Ark business of the deal or something. You know, I don't. Depeche yeah. Mode concert or anything like that. Yeah, I don't I know. I really don't know. Okay. Well, either, either way, this weirded me out. But I mean, so That's I think what I think is, I think it meant that you were supposed to go and enjoy the concert last night. Did you enjoy the concert? I did. Yeah, it was a fun concert. It was so yeah. cool. And, and I'm not a huge Depeche Mode person. Um, you know, I, I enjoy some of their music. And I was really happy to be there. Mm-hmm. Like it was really cool that it worked out. And a big again, a big thank you to our friend Lisa. Oh my god! That up. And just for the record, I had no fucking clue that there were that many Depeche Mode fans. Dude, they sold out the Rose Garden. That's a twenty thousand person stadium. I mean, something like that. Yeah, it was packed. There yeah. was not a. It, I didn't see an empty seat in the entire house. I, I will admit, I did not realize. And Greg kept getting like shocked. He's like. I just can't believe that this many people are here for Depeche Mode. I did not understand, yeah, how how big of a following they do have. Oh, yeah. Still, after all this time. Yeah, I was pretty surprised. I kind of thought they'd be more a crystal ballroom-sized crowd. I figured that's about right, you know, 3,000 people or something like that. packed up to the fucking rafters. Let's do 20,000. Yeah. 20,000 people there to see uh, Depeche Mode. But it it was a great show. I mean, it really, I was very entertained. Mm Mm-hmm. It was it was pretty entertaining. Yeah, just a little weirded out. Yeah, that was all. super weird for you. Okay, yeah. well, if anybody can explain that to me, please, please tell me. No, I'd be interested to hear other interpretations. Because or... I have absolutely no basis as to why I think the way that I do. John... Like, there's no reason for me to say like I think that it's guiding. That's just the way I feel. John in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com/slash/live. If you're a live subscriber, six ninety nine a month. The first week is free. Try it out. I mean, it's free to try for a week, so so give it a shot. And you can always go back through and take a look at the chat. Uh, John is saying, old military saying, once is happenstance, twice is coincidence, three times is enemy action. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. What's four times then? I don't know. First strike? I don't know. Is it? Maybe it's like some sort of government conspiracy that's trying to get the term revolution into your I head. I can see how people can go crazy. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, pretty. I forgot. I also, I had saved this at the top of my um, World of Crazy Fitter day. I forgot that I have the the Squatch update. Oh, that's right. Squatch uh-huh. update. We've been waiting for that. I'd cut and pasted it. You know, okay. so I have it All still right. here. All right. Oh, thank you to everyone who sent this to me. Even thanks, Todd. Todd sent this to me, this first story. Oh, first of all, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my World of Crazy. Crazy. A Montreal man. Montreal. Montreal is now upset because he says he's facing a $117 ticket, a traffic ticket, 
for singing too loudly in his car. Wait, how do you get a traffic ticket for that? Let me tell you about this. Uh, so this is uh, in this past September. So this guy's name is Taufik Mawala. He was driving home and singing along to the number one 90s hit, Gonna Make You Sweat. By CNC Music Factory. I had that tape. Yeah, I did too. That was one of the first tapes actually I ever got because it was a book sale thing. Or no, maybe it was candy bars. We sold a bunch of stuff and then you got to pick out uh, things out of there. Right I, I the remember the cover. I remember it was white and it had like the weird, um, like. I don't think it was white, was it? Yeah, it was white. And I remember it had them on the front of it and then it had like uh, one oh, of those yeah, things, like the right. ratchets was, or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, they were different colors. You, I remember. You described it pretty accurately. Yeah. No, I, I loved that. That was my cool tape because uh-huh. I wasn't allowed to have very many cool tapes. Yes, it's a 1990 dance but smash music hit by CNC Music that was a Factory. Hit. Okay, so he's singing. Yeah, so this guy he's was just singing. Everybody he was driving around. Now? He's in his car. Was it the rapping part or just the everybody dance? Now? No, he was screaming the everybody dance now. <laughs> so why, is that a, was, why is that a problem? I don't know. Well, he was, it says he was grooving to the beat when police suddenly pulled him over. So, uh, so they were. But so the police came up to his window and they looked in his car and asked him what he was doing. Um, after he told them that he wasn't doing anything, one officer asked him, "Did you scream loudly?" Uh, Ma said that he told the officers, "No, I was just singing along to my favorite song," <laughs> and then repeated the catchphrase, "Everybody dance now." Well, after police checked his license and registration, they came back with a traffic ticket, fining him $117 for screaming in his car, because I guess it is illegal in Montreal to make excessive noise from your vehicle. Wow. Yeah. That seems like a bit of a stretch. You're having too good of a time, sir. You're enjoying a song that's... Not on my watch. 27 years old, too much. I wouldn't expect that in Montreal. I thought that was like a fun place. Guess not. He said, I don't know if my voice was very bad, and that's why I got the ticket, but I was shocked. I understand that they're doing their job. They're allowed to check if everything's okay. If I kidnapped someone, if there was danger inside, but I never expect they'd give me a ticket for singing along to a song. <laughs> well, he insisted he wasn't. He was not singing too loud, and uh, he plans to con- uh, contest the ticket as soon as the court date is scheduled, which could, which could take up to a year. So he said, um, yeah, I guess... In- like the excessive screaming is like imagine if uh, the Montreal Canadiens won a game all the fans are going to scream in their cars they're going to sing are you going to give them all tickets yeah that seems seems rather well so now he has the ticket so he is contesting it so I'll let you know what happens okay okay next up you know I love me some Taco Bell news Greg except for we never go there we eat we eat very health, healthy, healthily. I can't even say the word. You can't lie. I can't. <laughs> so healthy. Uh-huh. Much health. Right. Well, Taco Bell customers are now sending in reports of a new food that has been spotted popping up around the country. Where they are sweet quesadillas instead of savory ones. So there nah, have been a couple of no, things. Huh? So there, uh, people have been reporting that they've seen the Kit Kat Chocadilla. Gross. And the Twix Caramel Chocadilla. Um, what do you? Is it in a tortilla or like what are we talking about here? It is in a tortilla, but instead of chicken and cheese, these uh, quesadillas come stuffed with Kit Kats or Twix pieces and melted chocolates. That just sounds gross to me. I mean, tortilla and chocolate doesn't sound bad. I don't like it. I mean, isn't that kind of like a crepe? Yeah, but crepes different than a tortilla. 
The concept, yes, I know it's a folded, you know. Bread-like substance. Bread-like, yeah. Yeah. You know, meat conveyor, but still. Mm-hmm. No, I don't. I don't like it. I don't well, like if, it at all. If this sounds delicious to you, but they're being sold for a dollar a piece, so they're just kind of popping up right now. I think they're doing some some test markets. The latest one that it's been seen in is Wisconsin. Would you get one? Probably, depending. I I don't like crave chocolate very much, but when I do, that sounds like that'd be something I would try. Nah. If peanut butter's involved, maybe. That's the only way I really Ooh. like chocolate. Is if peanut butter's involved. I think that you're writing off tortillas too too easily. Tortillas can be made. I love tortillas, but Have I you don't ever want had them hot dogs in a tortilla. Sweet. I mean, I I don't know. Maybe I. That's good. <laughs> Put some cream cheese in there. Some tomatoes. I'm not writing tortillas off. Some I'm writing the idea dogs. of candy in a tortilla off. Okay. I like tortillas. Mm-hmm. All right. So keep your eyes peeled. If uh, chocolate sounds like something that you'd like. No. Got a story out of, let's see, where is this? Where is, it says Garfield County. Pennsylvania? Let's go with Pennsylvania. Are you just guessing? I'm guessing. Okay. Let's see if I'm right. Nope, <laughs> I am not right. <laughs> where is Colorado. It? Okay, Colorado, here we go. All right, well, Colorado de- uh, police have arrested a man by the name of John Wayne Kellerman after he was speeding and when they pulled him over... They found him nearly naked, only wearing a thong bikini and covered in Vaseline. <laughs> I mean, so, is that a crime? That is, it's distracted driving, I think. Well, let's find out, shall we? So John Wayne Kellerman Too was pulled over to hold the wheel. on October 15th. Uh, he's 54 years old. He was covered in Vaseline on his hands and his upper and lower body parts. <laughs> so two, let's see, so two deputies you know. came in, um, the, the main one being De- uh, Deputy Daryl Beebe. He made the discovery after he pulled Kellerman over for doing 57 in a 45-mile-per-hour zone. Okay. So when B.B. walked up to the car, he said Kellerman was nearly naked except for the bikini thong he was wearing. <laughs> uh, Deputy B.B. also noticed a pornographic magazine on the passenger seat. All right. And next to it, a nearly empty jar of Vaseline. I mean, how much Vaseline did he need? He needed a lot of Vaseline. It's just him in the car, right? Well, the, so <laughs> Deputy B.B., um, noted that the driver's side of the car was, quote, extremely greasy. <laughs> <laughs> well, according to the police report, Kellerman I seemed mean, extremely, <laughs> so extremely greasy, and he was extremely nervous. They just like the word extremely. And his hands were shaking. He handed BB his ID card, although it had some Vaseline on it, then offered the officer a rag to wipe off the ba- Vaseline from his ID card, <laughs> which the officer declined. I mean, I just don't understand why you need that much Vaseline. I mean, that's like a... I mean that's a lot. That's like a lot. He's doing it wrong. I think there's there's some issues here. That is. Hey, pull over. Like don't be driving. That's like aggressive Vaseline. But that's a lot of Vaseline. Mm Hmm. So uh, yeah, so he's covered from head to toe in Vaseline. (laughs) Um, So during questioning, he admitted to furiously masturbating behind the wheel before BB pulled him over. Uh, BB then checked Kellerman's license and discovered he was driving on a revoked license because he hasn't actually had a legit one since 1985. Oh, wow. Yeah, so Kellerman has spent most of uh, the past 27 years in state prison on a variety of charges. And then I guess, like, he's just like, for those 27 years, he's like, I can't wait to get back into my car, cover myself in Vaseline, just and go speeding myself. around. Well, uh, he was arraigned on 
uh, that's Thursday for speeding and driving with a revoked license. He was later freed on a $1,000 bond. We don't know if he's going to be sent back to jail. Okay. All right, and I do have one more story, Greg. I want to know if you've heard about this. Have you heard of... Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Have you seen... No, I'm seriously, I do want to know because you follow all this weird shit that I don't. Have you ever heard of the Alien Ranch? Um... What, in like Nevada or something? I mean... No, it's in Arizona. Mean, the Alien Ranch. Oh, yeah, it's called... Phoenix Lights? No, Phoenix no, Lights no it's called... No, it's the Arizona. It's in... It's Arizona Alien where, Ranch. Where do you think Phoenix is? I know. No, but I'm talking about... Okay. Um... I don't know. What, does it have something to do with the well, Phoenix Lights? What the fuck? Why did my story cut off? All right, hang on. I'm really confused about what's going on here, Alien sir. Ranch. Sorry, when I copied and pasted it, it only copied part of my oh freaking story. Uh-huh. Greg, I'm very frustrated with yeah, this. Yeah, you seem very upset. All right, here you we go. You are upset. You're handling it. Just I'm handling it great, right? Grace and <gasps> Alright, so here is the headline. It reads as such tortured alien ranch owners are desperate to sell their infamous property after they are exhausted from being attacked by aliens. This is what they say is happening to them. So owners of Arizona's infamous alien ranch have put their property up for sale for only a meager five million dollars. So uh that's called the Alien Ranch, but really its proper name is the Stardust Ranch. Uh, where they claim they've been terrorized by aliens for the past 20 years. Eh? So in addition to getting probed... Sounds legit. In addition to getting probed and attacked by the extraterrestrials, if you do want to purchase this place, you can also... uh, It has a swimming pool. It's a big uh, 10-acre property. If you'd like to... If this is something. So what, what happens with the aliens? They harass them. Like what's I'm going on? I'm so excited that you asked me that. So John Edmonds and his wife Joyce say the uh, the aliens, which they call Greys. I know you've talked about the Greys before. Yeah, the Grey. What? Do you not know what the Greys are? <sighs> there are different kinds of aliens that you can encounter. The Greys are the ones with the big head and the big eyes, the big like black almond eyes, and they'll stare at you and they prod you and they well, have like they a say tiny they appear mouth. to be little gray men. Well, Those that's are the greys. Well, yeah, it doesn't say anything about big black almond eyes. Well, drama queen much. The greys are commonly seen. Well, anyway, the greys have been attacking Joyce and John Edmonds for over 20 years on their property in the, uh, the Stardust Ranch, a.k.a. the Alien Ranch, in Buckeye, Arizona. John says he's had no choice at sometimes but to slay them with one of his many samurai swords. Wait, he slays the gray aliens? Sometimes when they attack them. However, unfortunately... So these, these are aliens that traveled across the universe with some technology that we have no concept of because it's so far beyond us, yet he can slay them with his samurai sword. With one of his many samurai swords okay. that he keeps around the house. Unfortunately, right. though, uh, unfortunately for John, <laughs> he doesn't have any proof because once he cuts the greys with the samurai blade, their bodies vanish immediately afterward, making it impossible for him to preserve him for research. Okay, all right. Uh, John does have photographs, however, that feature blood smeared on the ground with a samurai sword next to it. <laughs> well, then that's proof. It isn't clear He's why John hasn't it. tried to trap one of the aliens instead of just murdering them to invisibility with the samurai swords. Uh-huh. Because I'm sure that he is not batshit crazy. Huh. So the property was once put up for sale 11 years ago for a little over a million dollars, but since the Stardust Ranch was shown on the Travel Channel... On the Travel Channel, on, on their Ghost Adventures show in 2016. Well, now, is it ghosts or is it aliens? I, it says they're aliens, Greg. Why I don't know. Why would they have know. a ghost investigation? 
Well, since it premiered on the Travel Channel, the price has ballooned up an additional $4 million. So uh, the Edmonds family believe that there is a portal on the property, which links them to another universe in which the Greys travel through. Another one of and the he, theories. And he hits him with his samurai sword. And then he kills sword. him with the samurai sword. What, the thing is, he probably is hitting something with his samurai sword. What is he killing? What is he hitting He's with that thing? He's not killing things. You said he posted a picture with blood. Another one of their theories is that a spaceship or UFO is buried beneath the property. And John says the aliens pop up at random times, uh, sometimes in groups. But they're always there to do one thing to attack him. <laughs> Mr. Edmonds. <laughs> Mr. Edmonds isn't the only target of the Greys. His lovely wife, Joyce, <coughs> says the mischievous creatures have even sexually molested her in her bedroom. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I don't think... Well, the okay. Edmonds family run a horse rescue on the property, but the Greys have been coming in more frequently over the past few years, which makes them want so to they, pack up uh, and move their business over to Maine in an effort to ditch the little gray aliens. Again, they can travel through this portal, but they just want to attack this dude. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Does he say why? Well, it isn't clear if the Greys are doing anything uh, to the horses, as the Edmonds family have only been focused on themselves as the targets of the abuse. Have they tried to reason with them? Uh, it doesn't say. I'm pretty sure that he just lets his samurai sword do the talking. Okay. Yeah. So it's a 3,436-square-foot uh, home. It's a regular ranch-style house, five bedrooms, four bathrooms. Uh, it comes with an electronic wow. gate for privacy, except for, you know, the aliens. Yeah. They can Let's still keep get them in. out. Yeah, so if you'd like to purchase the Stardust Ranch, you can uh, look up an article on it in USA Today. Nowhere on if he's going to leave his samurai swords for you. Okay. There you have it. Huh. The Greys. There's your world of crazy. Has he thought of filming it at all? I'm sure he has. I'm looking at a picture of him, and he looks like a thinker. He doesn't look like a thinker. I'm being sarcastic. Oh, I would have never picked up on mm-hmm. that. I know. Thank you for clarifying. No problem. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so well, I'm looking this up myself right now. Battling evil extraterrestrials from another dimension who sexually abused them. Wow. John and Joyce Edmonds. Yeah, so they're saying these aliens are getting a little too handsy. Well, nobody wants a handsy alien. No, you don't. Unless you do. Is this what Kate McKinnon based her character off of on, uh, on Saturday Night Live? It kind of seems like it, it actually. It kind of does seem like it. <laughs> By the way, if you've never seen Kate McKinnon's uh, alien. Um, you sketch, didn't say her name properly. Kate McKinnon, American Treasure? Yeah, National God Treasure. Damn, goddamn National Treasure? Yeah, yeah. National Treasure. Um, which she is. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you should watch that. Do yourself a favor. Yeah. Go watch it right now after the show. After the show. All right. Um, well, Sarah, you, we have been teasing this for a while, the oh, update yeah. here. Now, we were going to do a little backstory here, too, like just to kind of bring people up to speed. I think maybe I might Whoa, be able to I do wasn't that. prepped for the... Okay, yeah. I might be able to bring us up to speed a little bit. So... A uh, quick recap on what's going to happen here next. This is probably going to change everybody's lives. So we have the Sasquatch Tale update. And uh, do we have a, actually a I name for this? I am so happy that I copied that because I'm looking at this now and I think he accidentally got deleted from the group. Okay. We were just calling, weren't we calling it like Squatch Confessions? Squatch Confessions, sure. Squatch Confessions. Squatch Fessions. Um, and what this is, is there's a group that I joined on Facebook called Bigfoot 911 where you can discuss... Uh, Bigfoot encounters. Sarah joined them, and she should be kicked off. But nonetheless, these people post in there, and there's this guy who believes, who I believe that he fancies himself quite the writer. His name is Joel. His name is Joel, and Joel has been posting this consistent story that he builds upon about his first encounter 
with a Sasquatch. It started off with him telling the tale of how he was camping. And God, Joel looks exactly how I thought he would look. He said he was uh, messing around with himself in the tent, dreaming of Halle Berry. Don't ever say messing around with himself. That <laughs> is so fooling awful. around with himself. Oh, I don't like that phrase. Why? That one really struck you. That, huh? I don't like that messing around. I was with trying himself. to. I was trying to like tame it down. <laughs> Apparently, I made it worse. Sorry, is that just me, or is that really <laughs> disturbing? Messing around with himself. I guess I oh. made it worse than it that it was necessary. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, note to self. I won't I won't use that one again. <laughs> so a little squirrely there, with, like his, with messing himself. Around, squirming around. You know, Ew. His hands were playing pretty loose with himself. So anyway, he's thinking Jesus. of Halle Berry, Yeah, okay, by the see, way. everyone's saying that it's gross. That's super <laughs> gross. <laughs> Whoops. So anyway, <laughs> I'm going to remember that. So anyway, he's, and that's going on. He was thinking of Halle Berry. He made sure to note that he was, had been thinking about Halle Berry. And, uh, and then he got out of his tent, and then he went over to, like, his hunting blind, and he was up at his hunting blind, and a skunk and sprayed him. A skunk him. sprayed him with skunk piss. Yeah, it was skunk piss. And then he was sitting and there in his that blind. that was why, because it was like masking his smell. And then he heard, saw the juvenile squatch. Like, how did he describe him? Like, the He hairy... saw the juvenile squatch with the hair with the gap teeth. and Yeah. And he was like a hairy, he was hairy eating little corn. man. Yeah, he was eating corn somehow in the middle of a forest. Yeah, like popping kernels off and eating yeah. them. And then he was like below him in the tree. And then it ended with uh, the squatch, the juvenile squatch looking up at him. Yeah, and he didn't know if he could see him, but he thought that the skunk smell masked him from the squatch. Yeah. And then the squatch was looking at him. Okay, so that's where we're at right now, right? Yes. Okay. I didn't pull up my sounders to pepper in with your story. I, I'm, I apologize. I can I just state again for the record that I'm so glad that I copied and pasted this because it's gone now. Did he delete it? I Does think he got. Delete? So what happens is I think there was some confusion, Greg, and I think he got kicked out of the group. What? And then he just got allowed back in. I just saw that, and he just he's like, "Thank you for adding me back into the group just a couple hours ago." And his but his story is gone. Well, I wonder why he got kicked out. I think it, well, the admin said that like that was accidentally happening to some people. Oh. I don't think it was an accident. A little jealousy? I think there might be some squatch jealousy. Okay. All right. Oops. All right. So the last thing was, you know, Junior. Oh, that's what he called him, Junior. Junior looked up at him. Oh, that's right. Okay. All right. Am I going? Yeah. Yeah. Would I have killed the creature? I've since named Junior. Wait, wait, what? Would I have killed the creature? I have since named Junior. Oh, question. Okay. I think the question is more of a could I than would I. Being an alpha male hunter slash gatherer. <laughs> it's total badass with big muscles. <laughs> totally in a big dong. And a skull tattoo. Uh, it shames me to say that I was shaking so bad and that I had tears in my eyes that clouded my vision and I couldn't have possibly gotten a good, clean kill shot off. And I knew it. I knew I couldn't kill Junior. In my frustration, I, f- I forgot for a split second that the man-beast was standing at the foot of the tree. I slammed the back of my head into the tree. Why? I believe it was to bring myself back from feeling any kind of compassion that I may have had for the innocent creature below me. Was it a stupid act to slam my head into the tree for no reason? Sometimes I could be so fucking stupid, I thought to myself as I peeked down at Junior through clinched eyes. He wasn't looking up at me. He wasn't looking for me. He was looking at me. Wow, this is not good writing. Well, you know, he's... When I opened my eyes fully, 
I could see that he was looking into my soul. I was still in a scared panic. I could hear my heartbeat booming from my chest. I'd like to say that I was being terribly brave by facing my fears, and, and maybe maybe that would make this a better tale to tell, but the embarrassing truth is that is that when I opened my eyes wide, wide it was me giving up. I'd accepted my death at Junior's hands. <laughs> if that adolescent creature staring up at me was to bring it... I thought he was a badass. Mm-hmm. You'll never know how thankful I was that my death was not on his mind. Maybe things hadn't gone as they should. Uh, If they hadn't, he would have ripped me apart, and I have no doubt that he could have. But my lifelong lucky streak continued to hold. He would have taken advantage. Thank you, sweet Jesus. As my eyes met Junior's, I felt relaxed, almost sleepy. Where's this going to go? I think he's going to have sex with Junior. Okay. I would have expected a grimacing growl, to say the least, but never... Never would I have believed that he would lock eyes with me and smile. It was only a moment, two, three seconds at most. Our eyes were locked and he was... Oh, this is getting sexy, isn't it? He was smiling. Oh. And it changed me. It changed my life. Maybe maybe forever. No matter how long my forever may last. People, in that minuscule moment of time while looking down at Junior with his gapped, gap-toothed youthful grin, I realized that... My hand slowly kept down Shh. as I... Greg. <laughs> I realized that... As I messed around with myself. <laughs> I mean, that's basically where he's going. I realized that he was shocked and happy to see me, his comrade... A hairless man-beast. It was an absolute connection between two intelligent, <laughs> living beings. Sexy, muscular, hairy man-beast. <laughs> oh, that naughty bipedal. Alpha males. Just as he was the first Sasquatch I had ever seen, so was I the first human that he had ever seen. It's excruciatingly hard to explain to y'all how I felt. Thirteen years later, and I'm still looking for the right words. He and I must have heard some commotion coming from the very top of the ridge behind the tree at the same time. Junior dropped to all fours once again, and in a flash, what I like to nickname the Nike swoosh. Oh, Jesus. He was gone. He was there one second. He was gone in a millisecond. I did not see him go. He was simply and instantly just gone. I had to rely on my ears to tell me what was happening up there on the ridge. I heard noises, but... But it wasn't hard. It sounded it sounded like a pack of dogs coming through the brushes and, and the brambles. I could tell there were a lot of them, at least four, but I wasn't prepared for the next sound. The snorts, the ooh, grunts, ooh, and the squeals. Ooh. Wait, wait, wait. It could only mean just one thing. The family was here. <laughs> so uh, I don't know if we'll ever have a thrilling conclusion. <laughs> Wait, you're telling me there's no more? On no, there? that's it. That's it for now. Yep, that's it. Oh, and the entire man. thing is erased. So I don't know when we're gonna ever hear it again. <sighs> I feel like it would be in my best interest to write the conclusion for him. <laughs> But I can't. I can't come up. I call it the Nike swoosh, the hairy man beast. Like, what a weirdo. Oh, man. 
I have to know more. Now that he's got the family there. I know. I mean, clearly. I know. This is why you and the thousands of members of Bigfoot 911 have all been waiting. He's got me hooked. With bated breath. With bated breath. All right. All right. Okay. So we will. I will keep checking for updates. Do you and think Halle Berry comes back into the picture at I'm any point? I'm very certain that she does not come back. Okay. I'm pretty sure. But we do have a special birthday that we'd like to do, and we want to wish a very happy birthday to our friend Kristen. Kristen! Kristen! Happy, 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 happy birthday! Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy I don't know how we got into that. All right. Um, I think that's about it. Yeah. Yes. Then the family came. Man. He really knows how to write a squash tease, right? Am I right? I mean, clearly at some point he's going to get down there and start wrestling with him. I think that's where it's going to go. There's going to be like a wrestling, wrestling match. Like wrestling that mommy and daddy do? Or? Uh, well, it's going to turn into that. Yeah. I think they're going to they're going to like do a, a you know feats of strength with each other to show how strong and tough they are. But then they'll just get a little bit too close. Whoops. Oh, Craig, why? How can you make everything like so awful? Well, I'm just following this guy's lead. Squatch erotica. Yeah, somebody just said that in the nipple Squatch said that in the erotica? Light. Yeah, Squatch erotica. Yeah, there could be a market here. Anyway, hello everyone. Uh, thank you again for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. Don't forget to go review us on iTunes. That always helps out. Oh, that would be wonderful. That would be wonderful. Leave some stars. <laughs> like, like mommy and daddy do. Yeah, that's really disturbing when you said I think that. we both have said really awful things today. Uh, and maybe we, we should just... Let's just expunge those from... You never say that again. I'll never say he was messing around with himself. Okay. I will keep Deal. that. I will not say Deal. that anymore. Okay. Deal. All right. Uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. <laughs> Get your tickets to the PDX Podcast Festival, which is going to be happening on December 2nd. We still have a lot of things to announce for it. Um, get your tickets soon. Like, like get them now. Uh, PDXPodFestival.com. Go there and uh, pick up your tickets for the event. It's going to be at the Hawthorne Theater December 2nd. We are really excited about it. More stuff being added all the time. If you're interested in volunteering, shoot us an email. Uh, If you're interested in sponsorship opportunities with either that or with Fun Employment Radio, please send us an email. And uh, we would love to talk to you about that. Awesome. All right. Um, Tomorrow. Also, tell me what revolution means. Yes. Tell me why I keep hearing it. Help uncover Greg's mystery for him. What does it mean? What does it mean? What are they building in there? All right. Oh, boy. I'm running out of things to say. I know. I think you should just stop now. I should probably just let it uh, run its course. Don't do that noise. Greg, stop. (whistles) Messing around with himself. All right, that's it. I won't say it anymore. Thanks, everyone. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. Bye, friends. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.